Before we get into today's episode, guys, we just want to thank Nebula Productions for sending us some stickers and uh, this amazing t-shirt. Uh, make sure to go check them out. We're going to leave a uh, links in the description for Discord and his uh, and the Instagram. Um, if you're an ar a small artist, they're definitely a great, great company to uh, work with. So definitely go check them out and uh, enjoy the episode. The beanies that I pop to get you here. I know your ass ain't forgive me, damn, yeah. When you coming up, something more. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Excessive Podcast. I'm Aiden, and joining us today is Biz. What's good? And John. Hello. Today we have a special guest joining us, Jay Fitz. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> doing good. good. You guys might know him from the newest single, Connections. Um, Absolutely. That just came out. Was there? Uh, did you have any message that was behind the song? Um, Connections was one of them. Uh, those feel good records. You know, you just having somebody that's there for you um, in a moment of time when you need them. And um, it was just I felt like you feel me. Everybody has that someone you know that they find to like that. You know, they 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 vibe with. They go to a whole another level. And that was basically what the record was about. You know. Uh, we we in love, but we not in love. We rock with each other, but you know, it's understood. Word, that's fire. I, the song itself was just really, really, um, really cool. Yeah, I we, appreciate you. Yeah, no, that was that was that was tough. Oh, you're okay. Word, since um, since you blend both R and B and trap into your music, how does it feel to be more involved in the hip hop community rather than like a traditional R and B community? Um, it actually feels good. I feel like, um, I feel like I actually coincide well with more of the rap community than the R&B community. I mean, I grew up on R&B and stuff like that, but most of the people that's around me listen to nothing but rap music. You know, the lifestyle that we came up on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's actually easier for me. You know, it's just basically me, um, me showing myself, um, me actually being real. And that was the one thing about it. At first, I wanted to hide that. You know, the authentic is from um, a lot of people. And coming deeper into my career, I figured out, you know, I feel better more, you know, blending the two in together. You know, it's a new lane. People ain't heard it. And, you know, I'm ready to take it off. Exactly. Word. So you, you call your music R&T music rather than R&B music. Um, and your music yeah. is more layered with, like, you know, synths and, like, drum production. So, Definitely. you know, what? who's your biggest influence when it comes to, you know, finding beats and like going going through that process um my biggest influence man i can't even really say it, it just popped in my head i'm not gonna lie to you a lot of my influence comes from a lot of old school r&b it's just i listen to a lot of rappers honestly for real for real but i'm, I'm more of a stevie wonder type of guy you know and stuff like that you know i just blend in the two you know Stevie Wonderfly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what does your latest project, Letter to Fitz, mean to you? Like, what was the, the whole message of that entire project? Uh, it means everything to me, honestly. Uh, probably two weeks prior to me, actually a week prior to me making that um, actual song, I, my brother passed away. Oh, and, um, Sorry for your loss. It was Sorry. basically, I appreciate you, I appreciate you. It was um it was basically just telling us you know it's it's time to um stop playing you know we have to really you know settle down they taking us out you they taking us out of here so 
we got to sit down and really, you know, figure out what we really want out of life. You feel me? You know, we want more out of life and stuff like that. And I just wanted to show them that um, anything is possible, bro. Like, anything is possible. You set your mind to it, it could be accomplished. And Letter to Fist is everything to me. It's actually my favorite record, honestly, for real, for real now. So, because it was just so authentic. It came straight from the heart. As soon as it happened, I went to the studio. I recorded. Um, and, you know, I, I spoke my brother's story through me. You know? Wow. That's amazing. Art. Yeah. Yeah. The um the project itself was also with the the songs in the um album. They were very different from one another. There wasn't like one set like theme. It almost felt like it was like, you know what I mean? When I mean like beat wise and production wise, obviously not through what you were saying, but it was more of like mm-hmm. a, a difference between each song, which I thought just made it like ten times better. Was mm. there like when putting together the full project itself? Was there like a vision for how you wanted it to layer? If that makes sense. Well, for for mind control, it was more of a so letter to fits was um, more like me just getting into my RNT um, bag as far as like um, me getting more gritty okay. stuff like that. Um, mind control was more of like um, I'm gonna give you every feel. I'm gonna give you from the slow to the the trap to the make you feel good, make a woman feel good. My music is for women, so. You know, regardless of the men like it or not, you know, if a woman like it, men gonna like it, you know, at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's all I'm really satisfied with, you know. For sure, for sure. That was, it was a fire project. We took a listen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, so you put out four singles in this year alone. And um, from your perspective, why would you rather do this than, um, like, put out another album? Um... I feel like with an album, to me, albums, um, I feel like they take time. You know, I feel like in this generation, it's such a um, quick, put out a mixtape, you know, put six, seven songs together, put out a tape, and I feel like through my tapes, I actually tell a story. You know, and I I feel like you can't really tell a story in two, three months, two, three, four months, you know, so I'm going to take you really through it, you know, from the beginning of the year to the end it might be two years you know i had took a year what two three years off from dropping my stuck in mind control and that's how long it actually took me you know to really like sit down and really write everything and really mean everything that i you know i want to say and i want to you know get out to the public and to the people that's actually listening to me and stuff so um the singles now is just me solidifying myself showing that all right yeah i'm here i can do this lane you know this is my lane i'm here to take it completely um i'm hungry uh and another thing as far as with me dropping singles i feel like artists lose a lot of their hunger when they start dropping a lot of projects i feel like so i wanted to take it back i'm like you know i need to take it back to my roots and i want to start over like i you know like i came in and i'm gonna just start dropping these singles until i build up to the point where i want to drop another project yeah. It's definitely that consistency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. What artists need nowadays because, you know, like, I, we, you know, uh, not naming any artists, but I have seen a couple artists that will just, like, drop album, EP, album, EP, yeah. and it's just all that. But it's, you know, there's no build up to any of it. It's just like, yeah, let mm-hmm. me drop it. And even, like, even the popular artists nowadays, like, there's some artists that drop, like, four projects uh, a year. And it's like yeah. they don't drop any singles. Or they post one project a year and then nothing else. Exactly. Like, I, I, I'm a fan of singles sometimes more oh, so than, than projects. Yeah. I love projects yeah. and albums. Yeah, but. absolutely. 
Something about you can singles, go any, uh, you know, any lane, any, anywhere you want to go, you know, with singles and stuff. As far as project, you know, you got to put everything together. Exactly, They're like exactly. singular entities in yeah. in your mm-hmm. whole catalog. And going yeah. by numbers, Absolutely. it's just smart too, because you yeah. know, is it what's it called? People are listening to that single a lot. You throw it on the album, now it counts as album right. streams. Yeah, so it's right. another smart thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. So since you're more, you know, you're you're a singer, do you feel that, you know, being uh, an R&B singer has more is, is more of a difficult or more of a challenge than being, let's say, like a rapper at times? When you're like trying to convey? 50-50. Um, in this time of day, a lot of R&B listeners are not in tune with the old school ways of, you know, of R&B and stuff like that. They actually want to hear you. Um, talk about something, and uh, your punchlines is it's different in today's time. I remember like listening to R&B music; it wasn't that many punchlines throughout the music. It was just the feeling, everything. It feels like now it's just hybrid music. Like you got to come with the lyrics, you got to come with the voice, you got to come with the melody. The beat got to be fire, also. Um, rapping, I feel like you could just get on the track and just rap. You, feel me? you can rap yeah. singing you gotta actually you know um your notes your runs your riffs you know you can't blend everything in it's gonna sound horrible you know if you don't sit down and you really practice on what you gotta practice versus me coming in the booth and me talking um a lot of other things i mean with r&b is just as um i love it for the woman of course <laughs> love, it. love it for the woman of course you know it's um the energy is unmatched. That's what I would say. Yeah. Energy is super unmatched. We're, so, so what got you into into singing in the first place? Um, so, my little brother um, actually used to sing all the time, man. Uh, I never really sung when I was younger, honestly, for real, for real. But, like, I would hear him sing and stuff. And he was, like, younger than me. He was probably about four years younger than me. But this boy always loved to sing, so... One day, I just so happened to, like, pick up on it. And um, my little brother passed from Neuroblastoma in 06. And ever since he passed away, it was like I just took it on my shoulder to just, I want to sing. And then it, um, it helped me out a lot with a lot of my problems that I had as far as mentally and stuff like that. When I was dealing with them, um, I would just sing, sing my problems away. Whenever I get mad, I'll go in the room, close the door, sing my problems away. And I feel better, you know. It was better than having that crash out effect more than anything, you know. Yeah, and that's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. that's honestly beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, what's it called? So back to kind of like you uh, writing your music. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever like gone into a studio and just like freestyle sung, or is it just kind of like you're always fully writing it to make it to its full potential? It depends on the mood. Okay. So with me, normally, if it's a lot of women in the studio, I want to write. Honestly, <laughs> I want to write. If it's a lot of women in the studio, if it's me and my guys, throw a beat on, bro. I'm about to just go in there and do whatever I want to do. You know, sometimes I'll write. It just depends on the mood. Um, honestly, I feel like uh, we got to bring back the fun to to being in the studio. You know, everything is just so serious when you're in there and stuff like that. So. Me, that's my job. I'm gonna bring the fun. Of course, I'm gonna handle the business, but you know, I'm gonna try to get every angle of it. Of course, 
Yeah, I was just, I was just wondering because I was kind of thinking to myself like most artists can just like especially like uh you know rappers can especially just go right into the studio and freestyle and it's uh, I feel like it's a little more easier to like do that but when I was thinking about it just now when you go in the sing it's a whole different it's got a sound yeah you have way. to like you have to oh, hit certain notes and everything it's like a little different so that's why I was just wondering because that's like that's yeah. that's amazing that you can you know you have the ability to just go in and freestyle while yeah. singing and hitting the notes that's crazy yeah it's it's uh when I, you know every rapper and a singer mm-hmm. yeah bring that to light so going back you said uh you were talking about your lane what does your lane represent uh jay fitz well uh it's my actual name i don't i feel like nothing's more powerful than your name i feel like i could have gained myself a, you know a secret identity but it's like what am i running from what I'm hiding from, you know, I'm gonna come straight, flat out, face. This is my name, my legacy. This is my family. Whenever you hear Fitz, is I wanted to be a powerhouse, so I'm setting up a legacy for me and my kids, my family. So you've gotten cosigns from huge celebrities like Kyrie Irving, Kalani. Like, how how was that experience? Like, how did you how did the, like you get cosigns from them? It was a blessing. Um, I actually started from Vine. You know, and uh, me, I normally don't go through any of my notifications or messages and stuff like that. So when I started seeing people like reach out to me, it was it was amazing because it's like, man, I'm I'm used to you know watching you on the TV, bro. So it's like, man, he, hey, bro, I, I see what you're doing. Keep going strong, you know. And it was just encouraging to see somebody that's up here. You feel me? As yeah. far as you know, um his celebrity status and what he's doing for the community as far as, you know, with the basketball and everything. And, uh, it was a blessing, for real, for real. You know, I truly appreciate it. It made me go harder. Word, it's the best inspiration. It's an know? extra push. Yeah. It's like that, that pressure, you know, you got, now you got your, your, like, idols kind of watching on you, see, so like, I gotta, Absolutely. I gotta make sure that I'm putting out my Absolutely. best, my best work right now. Absolutely. So. So, wait, on Vine, um, what were you doing on Vine? Was it, like, like singing stuff or is it like you know just like messing uh, stuff? i was actually singing on vine that's how i actually first got discovered um i did a six second band um it was like it was called every kiss begins with k it's like every kiss begins with k band I, six seconds it went around the world oh wow um it took me off i literally went from three followers to fifty five thousand sixty thousand in probably two days you know wow, from vine. so that's what started the whole journey from everything I had people on, um, on Vine signing the petitions for them to change, the, you know, the, the song and everything. The That's how crazy it was at that time. <laughs> did, did it ever go through? No, I didn't know. Oh, man, that would have been, been crazy. Oh, I'm going to try to push it again. <laughs> if, they, if they see this, I'm going to try to push it Yeah, I mean, TikTok. You can try TikTok. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Yeah, we're going to try to push it again. <laughs> Never too late. Um, You know... We're not sure if you've checked out like what our what our show is, but you know, first half we kind of do like serious questions. Now we got the second half. You know, they're just like you know, shooting shit questions. You know, get to know <laughs> yeah. you, get to get inside your mind on a different level outside the outside the artist. So, sure. let's see what's the what, what's the first question we should go with. Um, if you, I always like this one, the, right. the super the superpower one. If you have any superhero power, uh, power. What would what would it be? I'm going invisible. Probably either the wait, invisible wait. or the, or the teleport. 
Wait. Like one or the other. We had we had um an artist on known as uh Kane the Demon. He said he didn't want to go invisible because then you would be naked. You would have to be naked to be invisible. I ain't tripping off that. Run me my money. I'm going straight to the bank. All right, all right. I mean, I mean, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure because like if you wear clothes, your clothes are still visible. You're just gonna be mo- uh, like yeah, money. They ain't gonna see me at twelve one in the morning when I teleport in and up out of there. You know. Yeah, they're too calm. Two superpowers. I do like the X-Men, like the one that could teleport. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Um, like you night, do it. Nightcrawler, you know? Ooh, okay. He's right. also, like, like freakishly, like, agile. You could just, like, stick to the fucking ceiling. <laughs> you know, you imagine <laughs> going to your bank vault. You stick to the ceiling, Fucking blue dude. dude on the ceiling. Just came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. X-Men could be Bug a horror it. movie if you, if you cast it the right way. Could be. Could be. Sure. So what would you say um, your favorite place is to uh, visit? I would have to say Texas. Why Texas? With Texas, which is um, it's quiet. Hmm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really a, a party type of person and stuff like that. Even when I make music and stuff, and I gotta go perform, I'm like, I gotta perform. <laughs> at the same time, you know, I'm not. I love people, but I love keeping my, you know, my space. I'm such an introvert, so I need to recharge and be by myself a lot. Texas is just so. It's so open, it's so big. I used to live in San Antonio, as a matter of fact, also. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was so beautiful out there. Hot as I don't know what, you know, but <laughs> it was quiet, you know. It was completely different from Maryland, D.C. area. Completely different. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah. I've never been out there, so. Yeah, no. I, at some yeah. point. Farthest I've been there. is Missouri. Yeah, I've been to Colorado. Yeah. That was the farthest yeah. I've been. Very um, family-orientated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you go more, more, more Midwest, you just like so. It's so. I remember I went on. I was like in. I was in Branson, Missouri. If you if you don't know Branson, Missouri, it's kind of like the the Las Vegas or Atlantic City of Missouri. Okay. And um, I just totally lost what I was gonna say. It was loud. Um, I just totally forgot. What I, was gonna say. I really just lost what I was gonna say. Well, you went there. You went there. Missouri. It was, was it cold. Been to Missouri. I, I forgot. I totally. Wow. That just like that. I just, just like, like that. Like, I just totally. We haven't done a podcast in a while. So no, fine, I just man. like I had it, and then I said Branson, and I just like totally lost what I was going with. That's all good. But yeah, no. Texas sounds dope. I definitely wanna. I wanna. Definitely. I've always wanted to like just check out every single state. But at some at some point I'll. I'll get oh, there. I think I actually have been in Texas. You've been in Texas? Texas, yeah. Oh, I know what I was saying. Family oriented. <laughs> That's it. I'm yeah. back on the back on the tracks. There you go. Got it. I went on. I went on a. I went on a, a like um, one of those like lake boats. Like that does like okay. a showboat, and I remember like they did like this whole like performance and everything, and they they took this whole time to like, to, like thank everyone that like serves and like people that are just like in healthcare. Absolutely public services mm-hmm. and like they were like you know oh you know just make sure you know you say thank you to them and all this stuff and i was just like i was like whoa it's like i, I you don't really see this like east coast as yeah, much i haven't seen that i mean unless it's in like the town but like in jersey i haven't really it's just seen like everything that. there's like all family like oriented and like close-knit like that absolutely so so out of all the cartoon characters which one would you be just any of them 
I would have to go with my man. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with my man Static Shock. Ooh, Static Shock. Which well, what, what, wait, what, which I know the name. Static Shock. Static Shock. You don't remember Static Shock? He used to have the dreads. He used to ride on the trash can. Oh, oh, I used to. Oh my what god. What show? What show? You just opened the memory yeah. for me. Static Shock. That was the show. Static wait, Shock. I gotta look this up now. That Dude. sounds like. Oh my god. <laughs> how? I, yeah. How did I? T- <laughs> I totally forgot about that go. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my god! Right? Yo, I used to watch this! I know! Yeah. That's why I was like, holy shit! Dude, I thought this was a fever dream I made Man, up. Shot that guy. <laughs> Dude, there's so many cartoons like that, too. Where you think Yo, it's a fever dream, it's what? That was Michael Man. B. Jordan? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we know it wasn't. It was Man, Phil Lamar. Yo, I wow, dude, that's dude. just dude. My God, that's so crazy. I, just, I totally <laughs> forgot about that shit, and I'm I, so happy I, I remember that. What was that on Cartoon yeah. Network? Was that Cartoon Network? I think it was. Was it? Yeah. Uh, or Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. Network. yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's streaming yeah, on anything because I want to start watching it again. Everything. Streaming on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I want. Is it? It's on HBO. It's on HBO. All right, I'm oh, gonna right. I'm gonna watch it again, man. <laughs> just yeah. opened a, an amazing memory for me. Yeah, it's definitely dope. You know, that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, like what? What would you? Uh, just, just wondering. When it comes to Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, which way you lean? Oh, I'm a Cartoon Network guy. Cartoon Network. Adult Swim. Yeah, Tsunami. I'm, I'm netter. You know, I'm yeah. a '93 baby, so you know it's. You know, our cartoons is completely different from Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> no, Cartoon Network got the best cartoons, except in recent years. They're kind of ass, but. I've yeah, been I've yeah, been watching yeah. dude I've been watching regular show, yeah regular show regular show is fucking great Amazing World of Gumball yeah no nah, that's not funny dude this crazy it's crazy like when watching it now because like I'm older I'm just like they snuck in a lot it. they just they snuck mm-hmm. in so much where it's like yo I want I'm I like I'm like now I I know why my parents will come in and be like what the fuck are you watching right now because yeah. <laughs> like I remember I don't know what it was but they had a character named Balls <laughs> and they were like oh it's the ball sack <laughs> and I was like. Yo, I did not remember that. They had messages that they always had. Uh, I'd be in that yeah, universe. Dude, did you, I, did you be, ever um? Did you ever watch uh Victorious? From uh, was that on Nickelodeon? Yeah, Nickel. It was the one with Ariana Grande. I think my little sister used to watch it. You know, yeah. I, I didn't see my little sister watch and stuff like that. Because yeah. I remember by that time I stopped watching TV by that time. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what that's what I remember us growing up yeah. with at least. Because we're we're all are we all two thousands or are you two thousand one? I'm two thousand. You're two thousand. Okay, so we're yeah. all two thousand. I, I grew up on Boomerang and Cartoon Network. Yeah, but what I was gonna say is Boomerang. I I like, when I watched Victorious, I used to watch it before I would go to like whatever the fuck I had to do when I was a kid. Yeah. That was and I no. I watched it again because it was on Netflix. There's a lot of yeah. shit in there that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. How did I not? recognize this shit like it was a lot of subtle shit that you're like whoa yeah. like this was for fucking kids like what yeah they need to go ahead and bring back Lord of Squad and just oh my god yeah I've been I've been saying that I, right oh, where did I see that Lord I saw Squad? it somewhere mm-hmm. where you can Probably watch YouTube. it Lord of Squad clips on YouTube it's on it's on HBO too that's it, where I saw it is it on HBO yeah. Yeah, dude, Loiter Squad I don't think Tyler will ever do it again I don't think he's at that point anymore I think they, I think he grew out of it mm-hmm. but dude I, I'd pay I'd pay all my money for for more seasons of Lord. Give him my house. 
I'll work for free. Yeah. I'll be a free cameraman. <laughs> get me out. Get Lawyer Squad back. That that show was fucking peak. Like. Nah, that was a hilarious show. Absolutely. Do you have any um, hobbies outside of making music? You said, do I have any? Any hobbies outside of making music? Uh, I you know I was a basketball player before um before I even started doing music. So I love hooping. Like yeah. basketball is like one of the. If I'm not with my little ones, it's it's. I mean, I'm in the gym playing basketball. Um, and my kids. It's music and my kids, you know, that that's really, you know, what my hobby is. I'm big on, you know, fatherhood and stuff like that. So I got two little girls. Um, you know, I'm just blessed and stuff like that, man. Absolutely. You, got a, you have a favorite underground artist? Underground artist? Yeah. Um, or anybody you work with that's like, you know, like a, a collaborator? I would say I have two... I have two favorite underground artists. I don't know if they're considered as underground, though, because they should be more, but I would have to go with probably, um, I would have to go with Brent. I'm not sure if he's underground, though, but he might be in the... Yeah, I think he's look, semi. He's, like, in that mid, yeah, like, like, area. Right there. Yeah, I would, I would have to go with Brent. Uh, um, I love his style of music. And, um, uh, Brent and... It would probably have to be this girl named Layton Green. Layton Green. Green. Okay, I'll check her mm-hmm. out for sure. Layton Green. Dope artist. Word. Well, I think that's uh, all the time we've got for, for today. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the audience before we wrap things up? Uh, we got a new project coming soon. Uh, Auntie meets on beat. Uh, y'all keep streaming Letter to Fits and Connections, man. I appreciate y'all for so much love. Um, this is only the beginning. Uh, expect to see my face a lot more this year. Um, a lot more videos, a lot more content. And, you know, I'm just ready to show you guys what JFIS is about. And I appreciate you guys for having me, you know. On you guys' mm-hmm. platform, also. Yeah, know. thanks for coming on, man. It's a lot. Absolutely. Do you have a Absolutely. date for when that uh, single's coming out? In the project? Do I have any? Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, yes, I have a single. Um, it's called Four on the South Side, as a matter of fact, that's about to drop. Okay. Um, right now, we're just pushing Letter to Fits visual. It's at, what, 46K right now, so oh, closing in on 50. Um, on YouTube. Um, Connections is going strong right now. So now basically I'm just putting visuals and everything. Just matching up or playing Tetris with the game right now. <laughs> Word. You know? That's all. Word. Word. So make sure you guys check him out. Uh you can we're gonna have all of his links in the uh the description. So make sure you blow up connections. Um mm-hmm. and make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe this video. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace out. To a Thousand on the fit when I touch him, I'm dressed in blood Just heard they took my nigga while I'm trying to get us out Can't sit still, girl